Welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network that explores the world of farm finance and rural life. Our guest today, uh, Farm Credit Services Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education, Rob Froning. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, Rob, as we're recording this, we've got a big weather market going on, I guess. Uh, there's all kinds of things happening with this market. But maybe first we should maybe touch on some, there are some deadlines coming up here uh, throughout uh, July that we need to be aware of before we start talking markets here. Yeah, there's, there's a few deadlines. You know, July 15th is the acreage report deadline for crop insurance as well as at your FSA office. So we want to make sure people, you know, spring came fast. Um, planting, once we got going, went really quick, and then they're on to spraying right away. But we need to make sure people uh, remember we need to get uh, that information into your crop insurance agent as well as uh, FSA, get those those acres reported there by July 15th. That is a, a deadline there. They also had extended the uh, ERP Phase 2. That was the uh, the disaster program for the 2020 and 2021 crop year. Uh, for those who didn't get part uh, payment in that first phase, the Phase 2 one where it's basically off of your tax information. And that's quite a project, and that project needs to be uh, completed and sent in um, by July 14th um, here too. So another deadline that you need to get that into FSA uh, obviously, our offices are busy at FSA with Acres and this ERP, so uh, I would definitely want to uh, get on top of that sooner rather than later and not be uh, the last one in to get some of those those things turned in. You know, those are really kind of the, the big deadlines. I, I, I have to say it's hail season. You know, it's Randy, it's, it's hail season. We've had a couple of storms. Obviously, we've been dry, but the few storms that have come have been at a little bit of a severe weather or level, and uh, you need to buy hail insurance before it hails. That's that's the way it works. And so uh, if you are looking at and concerned on some hail this year in coverage, and know uh, people are maybe holding off without the rain. Now that we, we've had some rain, not everybody, but uh, we've had some rain in a lot of areas. And uh, if they're looking to get that kind of coverage on, we need to get that hail insurance bound as well and put in place before that storm comes if it does. Well, especially, too, with the value of this crop. Absolutely. I mean, this this value has been on a little bit of a roller coaster uh, the last couple of weeks as as it's been playing the weather. You know, the markets, you know, of course, across the nation, they've been kind of, you know, chasing this weather. And they knew we've been dry in quite a few areas, even outside of our own backyard that we, you know, we all tend to look at closer. But uh, even in some of the I states, it's been a little bit dry and the weather's been uh, a big factor in this market. And we've seen some some pretty big run-ups and we've seen some fall back. And, and so it's it's trying to guess what it's going to do. You know, we're we're running up, uh, you know, the month of July, we start getting into the reproductive stages on these crops, and uh, having that moisture is, is uh, definitely necessary. And so these markets are trying to somewhat outguess that, I, I guess, or, or figure out what we're going to have, and, and that does uh, play a role. And as that value goes up, that, that crop out there in that field, we want to make sure we can protect that, that opportunity. Well, so far our crops have been hanging on with a little bit of water that we have had uh, this past week or so. Now we've started to see a little better rains, but at the same time, these crops are just starting to come into that uh, production phase now where it's going to take a lot more water. Absolutely. We're we're a long ways from, from out of the woods, and, and a lot of areas still haven't even got that big rain yet. Maybe they got a quarter or, or a tenth of an inch. Uh, in some places, even less than that. But, uh, you know, like you said, a fairly, you know, sizable shower came through here. A lot of people getting that uh, three to five tenths, which will, will get us for a few days. 
Uh, I looked at the forecast and we saw a few 90s on there again. Well, it quickly disappears. So we have a lot more rain that we need, um, especially coming into July and, and definitely, obviously, August when it comes to soybeans. But uh, we're a long ways, you know, from out of the woods there. We've we definitely need a lot of rain here coming shortly, and that's what the weather's uh, the market's trying to also guess. Uh, the the seven there, um, the seven day outlook down in Iowa and Illinois and some of those are Indiana. The forecast is for some rain, but the proof is in the in the pudding. And and the last few times they've been forecasted some rain, they've kind of missed out as well. So. Um, that's that's again one of the, the lead things on this this market that's affecting not only the the, the corn and, and soybean markets but that inversely affects some of our cattle markets and we've seen some big swings on the on the cattle side of things too and uh, we see those huge jumps in in the markets on the corn side so yeah and as you mentioned it too though we're watching whether that rain verifies and a lot of the meteorologists that that we talk with uh, are saying a lot of times what happens when we get a drought like this. Uh, when it breaks, we get severe weather with it. So that's another good good idea maybe to get some of that hail insurance purchased. And, and you know, don't forget about the bottom line. It's all about risk management. Absolutely. You uh, you guys have a, a valuable crop that's out there, and uh, there's so many tools out there today to, that we can use to protect them. It's just a matter of what, what works, you know, great for you in, in your area. And uh, and I agree. It seems like when you when you do break a drought, if you break that drought, it seems to come uh, hot and heavy very fast. And uh, when we have fast, hard rains, uh, a lot of times that rain gets to come in a, a hard format, such as ice and, and therefore hail, obviously. So um, definitely uh, need to protect that, that crop and that value. But on the same token, Randy, we can't forget about these markets and protecting that price. I mean, uh, it's only there when the market's available, and if we don't lock it in or, or use some of the marketing tools available to lock some of the stuff in, uh, we can lose that value very quick when we get out there to harvest. Uh, and if we don't have that, that price marketed or locked in uh, and we, we fall down or markets fall at that time, it's that's a bugger too. So. Yeah. I was going to say too, you, you can't forget about the marketing plans. Uh, one of those tools is, is probably an options is probably a good idea. And when we've seen these type of type of volatile markets where everything depends on a weather forecast, one day we're uh, way up, one day we're, we're way down. Right. And, and, and a lot of people have, you know, when it comes to the crop side, they have the crop insurance that's there, you know, and that's indirectly protecting their, their production and, and some, some price swings there, but at a lower level, um, so they got a lot on top of that. So whether you use, you know, some other kind of, you know, options or, or something within the market um, to protect and still have some upside, you know, that's still there too. And the other side, sometimes when we, we know what our cost is to, to plant the crop, you know, locking in even a cash price above those costs isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, so those might have some opportunities there where, where people are above break even and they've, they've had a, we got a volatile market. We're willing to, to at least lock in some level and, and protect us there on just the cash side. Uh, if you do want all the, the opportunity of the upside, yeah, then there's some different options that you probably have to look at using. Now, on the cattle side, um, livestock risk protection, LRP has been hot. I mean, we on the cattle side with these markets, you know, hitting these highs, um, there's been a lot of conversation about LRP, and that is, you know, like a put option, it basically locks in a floor for our guys on our cattle whether it's feeders or, or fats, and, and it locks in a floor and they have upside potential yet because when they sell it for, for cash at the end of that period, they get whatever that is, and the insurance just is able to lock in a floor cheaper than what they could do with using a put. So it's uh, the very similar. There's some difference to the mechanics, but 
they work very similar in that way. And, and at least putting a floor on your price, getting some protection, but you have all the upside potential there. And, and again, that that's LRP is a, a RMA crop insurance type of a policy that uh, a lot of our producers have, are used that haven't used in the past because we have such high levels of prices. Well, that's the thing too, and it's kind of a for a lot of guys, it's a new program. So that's where the that's where your job comes in, educating farmers, and livestock producers, where how this thing works. Yeah, I've I've been busy uh, the last two and a half months. We've been doing some farmer meetings and just talking to our cattle producers. Um, that you know, and some of them don't have the crops, so they don't deal with the crop insurance so much. But uh, there is opportunity here for for them, and that's what we try to educate. Let them know, you know, the mechanics of it and how does it work, and and uh, like I said, it's it's price protection, and that's what the tool's for. And if we can lock in a, a floor price and still have that upside potential, that's what a lot of producers like to do. And at a fairly, you know, cheap, it's still premium. It costs money. Nothing's obviously free, but um, it's substantially cheaper than going into the the options market and uh, paying margin and doing other things we use in different tools in that market. Plus. A little more flexibility for size, you know, the the contract sizes for, for cattle, um, you know, 50 or 40,000, you know, pounds per contract where, you know, we can do, you know, one to 10 to, to 200 head, whatever you, you have. So a lot of our producers might not want to lock it in on everything. And so LRP is just a, a good fit for that and, and definitely encourage people to explore that and look into it. And if they ever have questions, give us a call. Um, more than willing to help explain those types of things. Rob, before we uh, wrap up th- here, any other final comments you want uh, guys to may know about here in the next uh, coming week or so? Yeah, just you know, pretty much what we've talked about. It's it's a weather market, so we got to watch this weather, watch the forecast, watch what really uh, happens after the forecast. What did we really get out of the deal? Don't get too uh, locked into your backyard. What you see isn't necessarily where everything is. Uh, you have to kind of look a little broader than that, but. Also, the report tomorrow, um, as we record this, like we said, the, the report's coming out uh, on the 30th, and we'll see acres right now. The market is not expecting any big swings, a little bit of shift um, between the different through the three main crops, a little bit of shift in acres, but unless there's a big surprise there, if there is, then the market might uh, get excited, but otherwise, uh, just kind of weighing out this, this weather and See what else? We didn't even talk global. I mean, there's obviously a lot going on there between uh, South America, you know, harvesting and they're getting into their second crop, as well as the the, the Ukraine-Russia um, conflict causing some issues with global trade. Those are also influencing things as we speak as well. Sure. It's Rob Pronning, Vice President of Insurance and Customer Education with Ag Country Farm Credit Services. If you have a question about a financial topic, we'd love to hear from you. You can send Ag Country a message on Facebook, on Twitter, or you can submit your question using their website at www.agcountry.com. This has been Fielding Questions, a podcast produced in collaboration between Ag Country Farm Credit Services and the Red River Farm Network. I'm Randy Conan.